Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks YouTube live stream. My name is Aaron, one of your hosts here with Nate. Of course, Nate, welcome. Hola. How are we Hola. doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, how, how are you feeling right now the Braves up 2-0? Do you think they're going to pull through? I am shocked. Ronald Acuna went down, right? And somehow the Braves got good. Yeah, I know. I guess and they're awesome. two games away from the World Series, despite not having a top five young player in the league, and maybe a top five player in the league playing for their team. It it's makes crazy. no sense, but uh, good for them. And Jorge Soler obviously had COVID last last week. Um, and like, I mean, it's not just been Acuna out. So. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. Their guys are stepping up, and that's what the Brewers didn't do. They didn't step up when it mattered. They didn't get the hits when they mattered. The Braves are super hot right now. And also, something to know is that they won like 12 of their last 14 going into the playoffs. We lost probably like eight of our last 14 going to the playoffs or something like that. Uh, if you're in here right now in today's YouTube stream, we'll be talking about which cards around the sports car marketplace are driving their sport to potentially be the hottest sport in the market. Now, this will be an interesting discussion because we're looking at many different cards from many different sports, uh, many different players, and trying to make a call on this. Now, it's going to be hard, so we're going to need y'all's input too. And uh, definitely what we say is not the Bible. It's not the, you know, what goes. We want to hear from you all as well. And let's start off by t letting us know right now, do you think that the Braves are going to pull out the series against the Dodgers? I'm not so certain, Nate. I think they win two at home, and I think it goes to seven. I think they win in game seven. Um, I'm – as a as a wishful as a wishful thinking fan who had the Brewers lose in the wild card game to the Nationals and then the Nationals went on and won, and then the Brewers lost last year to the Dodgers and then the Dodgers went on and won, if the Brewers could then lose this year to the Braves and then the Braves go on and win, uh, it'd be kind of a neat little like I mean most team a lot of teams lose to the team that eventually wins the championship right, but to be the team that has to match up with the team that wins the championship in the first round three straight years. That'd be kind of cool and would make me feel a little bit better about losing to all those teams. That also means that the AL stinks. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we couldn't lose to the AL champion. Correct. <laughs> all right. Let's get on with today's stream. So we had football Sunday yesterday. The Packers won again, uh, of course. was hoping it was going to be more convincing win. It always seems like we got to make the game close for no reason whatsoever. Uh, we'll be dominating most of the game, but it's got to get close just because. But we will start with some football cards. So we're going to look at each sport. We're going to start with football, and then we're going to go into basketball because that's what's on the horizon, and then baseball is that's winding down, and then soccer, the, actually soccer, and then baseball. Um, but, Nate, talk me through here this 2020 Prism Kyler Murray Silver PSA 9, what you're seeing and how you think this might be indicative of the mar football card market today. Because as we know, football season comes, and a lot changes very quickly. Yeah, so you're looking at this. You're looking at this, Kyler Murray, and obviously you are looking at a nice little – rise here i mean not obviously not in august it lowered at the end of august but then since then 16 percent rise and it's it's um not not huge not a huge gain like when you're when you are um buying football cards in the past you're kind of expecting a rise before the season and then if he plays really well a rise during the season correct correct at, at least i would think so yeah. well kyler murray has played really well they are 6-0 and in six games. They have scored 30-plus points in five of the six games, the one withstanding being San Francisco, which they won 17-10. to 
And um, he has thrown for 1,741 yards in those six games, which uh, you extrapolate that out. That's just under a third of it or just over a third of a season. You know, we're looking at like almost a 5,000 yard passer, if not a 5,000 yard passer and 14 touchdowns. Um, you know, that's not a 50, that's not a 50 touchdown guy or anything, but you add in the rushing yards and that type of stuff. Um, and, uh, it's a really, really nice, really nice player. MVP. Not, not to mention they're five and zero right now. Six, six. No, I thought, Oh, sorry. No, five and zero. we're, oh wait, no, six and zero. six and zero. You're right. Sorry. Six and Good. <laughs> um, so you're looking at, you're looking at. Kyler Murray, who is both putting up really good stats. Again, I, 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 I hesitate to say MVP stats, but considering he's a super, super young quarterback that's putting up really good stats on a 6-0 team, that should garner some MVP consideration. So to see this card, this PSA 9, only be up 16% and actually be on a little dip despite their continued winning ways is a little bit shocking to me. I agree. agree, and there, there's definitely more to it than potentially just uh, the stats, the performance, the card itself. Now, I will point out a uh, a few things here. One is that there's potential that people, and this is the silver PSA nine for people that don't know about 2019 Prism Silvers. They're definitely more rare than the NBA counterparts. Um, they're harder to hit of the of the hobby boxes. But there's a chance that people are gravitating towards the National Treasures autographs, the Immaculate autographs, the Flawless, and everything like that. Now, this card is way cheaper than those, so I'm not saying that's for sure, but maybe a potential circumstance. Uh, circumstance number two is that I don't know if, if this applies, but people just want to put in money into other players instead. Like, Would they rather just put in a Josh Allen, rather put in a Lamar Jackson, guys that they think are actually going to make the Super Bowl. Like I'm not I'm not saying that like there's Cardinals haters out there, but there's probably not as many Cardinals believers I mean, out they there. Have, they haven't been a very good team, and the Bills and the Ravens have been good teams. Patrick Mahomes has had good teams. The Cardinals have not. So I I agree there could be a lot of there could be a lot of doubt about this 6 and 0 start for the Cardinals. And to to look at the teams they've beaten, Tennessee Minnesota and Jacksonville are three of them. Yeah. Um, those are three teams that are not very good to start the year. Then the Rams, who are good, San Francisco, who you'd think would be good, but and then uh Cleveland, who I thought was one of the best teams in the NFL after last week going uh losing 42 to 47 against the Chargers. Well, then and then Cleveland comes into Arizona and gets romped 37 to 14. But then also the Chargers went into Baltimore or Baltimore went into the Chargers. I don't actually know who played where. Yeah. And they lost 31 to six. Yeah, it was is a big time butt whooping. But I will also add the fact that uh, the Browns were super injured like last game, like very, very injured. Uh, Chubb didn't play. Hunt got hurt. Baker got kind of hurt again, middle of the game. Not to say that all that would have changed the outcome of the game. It might have, it might not have. Um, the Cardinals' undefeated record is well, as good <laughs> as the Steelers' strong record last season. I mean, that's that that could be a very fair assessment. Uh, what I will say is, I would much rather bet on Kyler Murray ascending to another level than somebody like Ben Roethlisberger being what was he thirty six last year, thirty seven last year, oh. and you know them being a good team. Does that make sense? For sure. 
Now, I flipped the slide here, and I will mention we didn't say it right at the beginning, but all this data that's going to be shown in today's episode, this uh, podcast, however you're listening to this right now, YouTube live stream, is from Slabstocks Pro, 100% free data tool. I'm going to track different cards in the marketplace. You can use the Trenders tab, use the head-to-head tab, compare different cards, um, and all of it's free, 100% free, pro.slabstocks.com. If you haven't made an account yet, uh, we'd implore you to do so. We'd enjoy that a lot and get you on the platform. We're constantly trying to make this scene better. Um, we know that you know coming out with a free version makes it more of a work in progress uh, than a lot of the paid services out there, but we're doing our best to continually make this thing better for you all and to drive the sports car market forward and make it accessible to everyone. So this is right here is the 2019 Prism Silver Kyler Murray PSA 10. Now, Nate, I have a question for you. Before we talk about more graph of this, you can buy five of these for $2,550 or one of the PSA 10 for 2300 and five of the PSA nines for people that are listening and not watching. Now I don't know the pop report. So that could, that could really, that could really change where you go. But for me, considering you talked about how rare silvers were, I definitely think I'd rather have the five nines um, bank on those going up. You know, obviously they haven't gone up six, they went up 16% and the, uh, this one's gone up 19%. So this has been a higher gainer, right? But the ease of being able to sell five as opposed to one uh, wins out for me. I yeah. Le- let me know in the comments too, or let us know in the comments if you're watching right now. Would you rather have five 2019 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 9s of Kyler Murray or one 2019 Prism Silver PSA 10? Virtually the same dollar amount, plus or minus 200, which I know isn't nothing, but it's close enough for this discussion. And I will say the pop report, there are 411 total graded, 159 receiving 10s, 182 receiving 9s. So while it isn't like super easy to grade, it's also not like ridiculously hard like Lamar Jackson, PSA 10. Yeah. So I'm taking taking the 9s all day because maybe they don't go up as high. But if you still want to hold on to one or two and bank on Kyler becoming a multi-time MVP, you can. Well, you can still sell the hype of this year with the other PSA nines. So that's what I would do. So but, Dario, uh... <laughs> Dario, Dario says he'd take the nines and Creed says he'll take the 10 Creed. Uh, I guess Dario would probably maybe reason like how Nate did. And I'm going to agree with Nate too, but Creed, if you want to give you a reason for why you'd take the PSA tens over the five or one PSA 10 over five PSA nines, let us know. Cause I think that both is valid. You know, there's people who put the premium on the 10 because who doesn't love a 10. But there's also the flexibility that's hard to pass up in a marketplace like today when everything's so volatile. You got to be able to capture that profit, but maybe hold on for the future too sometimes. Uh, Nate also looked at the 2019 Optic Hollow Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray rookie PSA 9. And I, I assure you all, there is so many more cards we're talking about today than just Kyler Murray. It's yeah. just a... and, and why don't you pull up the second one while we're at it? Sure. Just so people can get a glimpse of the glimpse, glimpse of the graph. Um, I just thought it was interesting that literally all of these cards have been trending down in the last like two weeks. Um, you notice they all have a little bit of a downturn. Now, some of them have a little bit steeper downturn and some of them have less steeper extend period. I just thought it was interesting where I thought maybe, maybe something like an optic where people are buying the prism silver right away and then settling for the optic that maybe the optic would still be kind of high and not have had that downturn just yet. I don't know why. Just in my head, it, I was like, eh, maybe. 
Um, but they all are following the similar similar path, which just tells me that uh, you know these these more common these more common Kyler Murray cards. It doesn't matter how hot you are. It doesn't matter how good your team is. If you're at the start of the NFL season and you don't sell after like the first good game, and I wasn't a I wouldn't have been a firm believer on selling Kyler Murray because we looked at Patrick Mahomes yeah. MVP, Lamar Jackson MVP. And Josh Allen, almost MVP if Aaron Rodgers wasn't transcendent last year. And they all had really good, like, first uh, first game, second game, third game, you know. And you kind of see that young guy take that step, and then all of a sudden they're in the MVP conversation. So I wouldn't have sold myself. But looking at the data, I think maybe you you have to sell after the first game and then buy back. I, hey, I'm going to completely agree with you because I think that this is indicative on the sports car marketplace as a whole. So first of all, the PSA 9 uh, Hollows went up 14% over the last three months and the PSA 10 went up 44%. Now, a lot of it could also be because there's maybe a low sale at the latest point we're looking at on this graph. So they might be closer than we think. But the thing that Nate brings up is really good. You've got to be ready to sell when the profit's there. If you truly are looking to work your way up in this marketplace – um, Nate and I have experienced it in multiple different sports over the years. Uh, I started in football, then I went to basketball, went to baseball, then soccer, all this different stuff. Nate has been pretty true and true to his baseball, and he sees this all the time. Like, Nate, how many cards have you sold that you know they're going to be worth more in the future? You're Vlad Sapphire BGS 10. Yeah. You knew. You told me. You said, Aaron, I'm going to regret some of this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy something else. Like, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you have to. And like, just recently, uh, with uh, maybe a month and a half month and a half ago i sold my two wander mega box psa 10s in a lot i got 354 on each after fees and shipping you know if i want to buy them back i have to get them for better than 300 but for me it was like this is feels like a pretty decent high point at this time of the season unless he does something phenomenal in playoffs and he did and it was still almost kind of a high point for the season despite him being phenomenal in his short playoff debut Um, and so I was like, I love this card. I want to buy them back, but I'm willing to sell them right now and assume that I can get them cheaper than 300 in the off season. And we'll look later on and we'll see what they're at right now. When we we'll revisit that discussion, Nate, how about that? Cause I know you, I know you think you put that card in. I put it in here because, because of this. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, a few things here. Nick Foles says, what does a color true RPA go for? Uh, trying to compare his own cards to them, I'm sure. So we are looking at the 2019 Kyler Murray, or I, sh- I should say I am looking at it. I'm reading it to you. Uh, the true RPA from NT 2019, which are horizontal, which is different than basketball. It's kind of weird how they did that. A BGS 8.5 sold yesterday for 12211 for BGS 8.5. And I should also point out, while I'm at it, that this is strictly, for me, the Kyler and my mega box, uh, you know, uh, my mega box one, these are non numbered cards. There's quite a yeah. few of them. There's going to be quite a few graded. This is, uh, this is not us saying, Hey, you should sell your NTRPA of Kyler <laughs> Murray. No, 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 you, do not do <laughs> not. But if you have like the, uh, Creed, so I should sell my PSA nine Herbert light blue prism. Sorry, oh. Nate. Click it. You got it. classic. Um, you know, that's the type of card not numbered, right, from this year. Um, yeah, that's the type of card that uh, if it is up, 
Obviously, they did not play well last week. If it is up, yeah, I'd probably think about selling it and seeing if I can buy it back in, back into the exact same card later. Um, just because of how this non-numbered stuff goes. But if you had a Herbert Prism Purple Power number to 49, I would say no, keep that. Yeah, I, I do think a lot of it has to do with the rarity. How soon can you get it back and at what at what uh, cost is it? Because I always like to think, sell the things you can replace. Don't sell the things you can't replace. I've sold and traded many cards that I do not wish I didn't or didn't want to. There's only a very select number of cards that I sold or traded that I knew I'd never get back. And I really hope I made good trades to do so. And I think I did. I got a video coming out soon on a trade I did of a card that I never want to get rid of, and I did. Um, but it worked out in my favor. And I will point out right now, uh, Nate, you're asking about the the Herbert that Creed was talking about. Why don't I just like share really quick so we can see some live look at at that card on Slabstocks Pro. Like I said, guys, pro.slabstocks.com. You can then sign up in the right corner where my name is. Um, this is the card over the last three months. You know, we're looking at around seven or $800 going into the season. And now it's down to 660 as of October 4th. And we haven't had a sale since then. Um, I did verify there's not been a sale since then. There was a random buy it now that went for above listings, which I don't believe to be true, which is why it's not in here. Um, and and I, it, it depends. Nate, how much does it depend on how much you bought for? Like, too. I mean, like, it, it definitely depends on what you bought it for. Like, because like, I can't, I couldn't look at this graph and tell Creed to sell it. Yeah. You if know, it, I bought a, if I bought it for $700 or so and it's sitting at 600. No, I believe in Justin Herbert long term. I'm holding on to that card. But if I bought it, if I pulled it from a box or pulled it from a blaster or whatever and graded it and you're into it for 400, um, then, you know, maybe you take that 300 and hope you can get it for 600 later or something like that. Right. But yeah, it, it obviously, again, that's a good point because, you know, it depends on rarity and it also it depends on what you're into it for because you're not yeah. going to. If you believe in a guy, you're not going to sell a card just because and lose $50 just because it seems like the right time to sell and you might be able to get it cheaper later. Can I point something out here too? What, what we're noticing, I think, is, and I promise we're going to be talking about other sports today, not just these Herbert and Kyler Murrays, but you look at this Murray right here, 2019 card. These cards came out quite a long time ago in terms of the market and how much it's grown. 2020 Prism, Justin Herbert, Light Blue, PSA 9 or PSA 10 have only been recently returned from grading. And the first ones that get graded and returned and sold are always going to sell for more, and it coincided with the football season starting. So it's only a recipe for disaster, I think, if you were buying the first few that got graded. Now, if you are Creed and if you did pull it from a pack and you did get it graded, that's probably awesome. You're probably doing great on it. So don't take that as you're the one that did that. You know, I'm just saying that I this – Stability is so important for supply. It is so important. So this Kyler Murray here is stable because they've all been graded. Most likely I've gotten 10s or at least a lot of them have. And now it can just kind of react as it goes because of his performance and demand. It has nothing to do with supply other than how much people are selling, how many people are selling them. And the next graph, which is funny enough, is an Optic Hollow PSA 10 Herbert. And these were higher when they first got graded. Then they dipped down. Um, but then given the fact that he's played so well and that supply was at least a little stable and tens are decently tough to get, I'd say in this card, or at least the optic from this year, bad quality control from a couple different sets I've heard, uh, definitely the Chronicles 2021, but, uh, this cards went up a ton. I mean, a ton. And I think that that's why you can't always look at, 
the overall sell the first week of the season and do it because you would have missed out, Nate, on like, was that 60% growth probably? True, true. And so, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, if you would have sold after the first week of the season, you would have lost money on Justin Herbert. But, but you lose money on one guy, but you might make money on four others. It probably is weighed in your favor in the end. Yeah, but here's, here's always, what I would not say. not going to work. I would say if you're the person that bought around here, I don't know if you can see my mouse. Yeah. Actually, I have no idea. Uh, around 800, I would be selling personally at 1500. I would take my money. And I would probably wait to see if more get graded, more get listed for sale later in the season. Um, who knows how hot the Chargers will be. I will say this, though. If the Chargers win the division and beat Mahomes and all that stuff, uh, this card will probably grow further. I actually just talked about this on our Vover podcast. I feel like that the only way the Chargers win the division if Justin Herbert has like a top three season for quarterback. Well, I mean, the Chiefs look pretty bad right now. Yeah. Um. That being said, Patrick Mahomes is the QB and that – fixes a lot of errors uh but i you know what i love about these graphs what is this is pretty steady um from the start of the graph through the middle till this huge spike at the end it's probably a hundred dollar swing yeah um but then you have those random three big juts where it's like this isn't that rare of a card what made you need to <laughs> what made the person that bought this have to spend so much over the last sale for the sake of getting this specific optic hollow? It kind of it, it blows my mind how people decide to use their money um, because it's it's just like if this was a blue Nate, I, retail blue or a retail red or something like that. Sure, I get it. You want the card. You want the card. But paying. 200 plus dollars more for an optic hollow PSA 10 than you should have uh, is like the wildest thing I've ever seen. Do you know what's crazy, Nate? Look at how long the timeline is before the big jut. It's long, way longer than in here. It's longer than in here because multiple were sold after this one sold. Long time here, this one sells, a couple more sell. Oh, that's I think a lot, a lot of it has to do with what supply is available. If they go on eBay and the supply isn't available for, let's say, the last comp or close to it, someone who wants that card before the season is going to bid it up against someone else, you know? And then once someone else sees that, they're going to list theirs and hopefully capture that $200 in profit. So, well, I do agree with what you're saying because you need to understand what cards are rare and what cards aren't. Um, that's probably why. I'm uh, I'm going to go uh, agree with Jim Baker here. I'm not much of a vintage baseball guy, but uh if my choices are spending money on a super young quarterback for like 1500 bucks or getting like a Mickey, a nice Mickey Mantle card or a, you know, Joe DiMaggio or Ted Williams or something like that. Hank Aaron. Easy. Yeah. Hey, I do have a, a question for everyone in this chat right now. Um, and I'm going to bring this up because this we didn't have a live stream since I posted this considering I just posted this, I think on like Saturday it was. Nate, you might not already know what I'm going to bring up here. Um, I want everyone to answer right now. What which card? It just takes oh. some time that was intense. <laughs> Very intense. I had to mute it. Sorry. Uh, that was the Instagram reels. Would you rather right now drop in the comments? Would you rather have for the rest of the season a 2020 Optic Hollow Justin Herbert PSA 10 or a 2017 Optic Base Rookie 
Patrick Mahomes PSA 10. Currently, they're around the exact same value. They're pretty much give or take $100. 2020 Optic Hollow Justin Herbert PSA 10 or 2017 Optic Base Patrick Mahomes PSA 10. Someone was trying to tell me you can't compare them. Buy 100% think you can because they're the exact same value and many people are going to run in the predicament. Do I buy the better card of the worst player or the worst card of the better player? It's something that I run into all the time. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that comment, and I mean, I get, I kind of get what he was saying. He's like, you can't compare a hollow to a base, but it's not comparing a hollow to a base. It's saying, hey, you have fifteen hundred dollars and only fifteen hundred dollars. Do you want to get Patrick Mahomes, who looks like he could be an all timer, or do you want to bet that the better card of um, Justin Herbert's going to go up more than this all timer Patrick Mahomes? Right, and, and now uh, def- I'd rather have the Mahomes for sure. Yeah, and I think another. Uh, thing here is nate how many times do we sit here and look every single off season to beginning of the season p- player drops player bounces back the general consensus opinion is buy the dip sell the hype and right now i can 100 say for certain that mahomes has dipped to the value that herbert has peaked to or you know popped to i should say i don't know if it's peak yet obviously but i guess we got a lot of comments in here right now mahomes 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 Someone said hollow, base is a base. Uh, Herbert for the quick flip. Mahomes long-term says Jordan. I did see a cool comment here from uh, David. David said, Dash- great-looking dashboard, guys, and thank you. Uh, we do appreciate that. Put a lot of work into making Slabstacks Pro and more importantly than just making it, making it free for everyone and are doing our best to make sports cards accessible to everyone. Uh, so this is Slabstacks Pro. Like I said, pro.slabstacks.com to sign up for an account and make those uh, comparisons and head-to-heads and add cards to your collection and whatnot. Uh, okay, there's a lot of comments coming in on this Herbert and Mahomes debate. Um, Josh sixty six one one invest in the better player. Now I will say Justin Herbert, he looks really good, like really good, but he's not Patrick Mahomes, you know. Um, and and I would tend to agree, and that's why, like for baseball, right? You could spend a lot of money on a lot of guys. But for me, I'd just rather invest in Juan Soto because he's like one of the best players, if not the best player in baseball, um, at least offensively. And so, uh, like, there is a lot of choices to be made with money in this hobby. And there are going to be times where you make really good money on a really crappy player that you shouldn't have. Um, again, so I, I just you really like Jimmy World, don't playing. you? It's an accident. It's an accident. Um, and so uh, yeah, invest invest in the better players is the mantra I would go with too. Unless okay. it's like small amounts of money, I love spending fifty dollars on a on a random Bowman Chrome prospect and hoping he hits really well in a ball. You know? Yeah, I mean sometimes you gotta take the risks, and that's why Nate. Someone asked in your most recent video, they're like, dude, like this is clearly because people like to gamble. They want to get the next best thing, and I think it's even fair to say that both you and I have fallen victim to. Yeah, I could have bought a Robert Lewandowski color super rare insert. Instead, I go and buy a, a Mason Mount, a Phil Foden, you know, that type of thing. Uh, and we, we both do it. I'm sure you've done it before, too, where you oh, know you well, could buy well, a Rafael well, Devers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I bought a stupid Aaron. I bought a bunch of Aaron Ashby. You did very well, though. I did very well on, on one of them. Well, actually, I sold a couple because I'm trying to sell them out to get to do a video. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I did. I did well, but you know, it's it's still a huge, a huge risk. Yeah, 
I mean, that was that, Nate. That was the most expensive card you ever bought. Now you will you'll hear more in the video tomorrow. So everyone, stay tuned for tomorrow's YouTube video. If you remember back to a month and some change ago when we did the grading debate between PSA, BGS, SGC, HGA, and CSG, and Nate and I said we're going to test sending cards at SGC. Well, we did. They returned, and the video is dropping tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's 1 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Make sure you're watching YouTube because that video is going to come out. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really fun. And it's fun to see the submission back too. Um, Nate, I think I cut you off, but I said that was the most expensive card you ever bought, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I, f- I figured. Uh, back to Dario really quick. Burrow over Herbert. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Burrow versus Herbert, but I will talk about Joe Burrow because this is insane. This is the most insane thing I've seen in the sports car market in the last year, and that's emphasizing uh, a pretty big thing because there's been a lot of crazy things. But I looked at the top five select XRC cards are selling. XRCs come out of the previous year's product. The Redemptions, QB1 is Trevor Lawrence, QB2 is Zach Wilson, so on and so forth. And they just started to get delivered from P- uh, Panini America. And you're trying to tell me that Justin Fields is 890. Trevor Lawrence is 850. How is Mac- Justin Fields the most expensive? That's insane. I don't know. I don't know. Mac Jones is 850. Trey Lance is 515. Zach Wilson is 510. And our guy Joe Burrow is 370. Now, now I will say after, well, the Bengals put a stopping on the Lions this past yeah. weekend. Lions are not a good team. Um, but after that Packer game, I'm a little worried for Joe Burrow. Like, a couple dumb interceptions, very dumb, but that, that can be fixed. What I don't know can be fixed is his inability to slide early and just take massive, massive hits. Bro, that guy looked like he was about to get his head taken off on that one play. Yeah, like, like there's, there's, he's a good QB. But I worry about his durability if somebody doesn't get in his head and say, because he got injured last year and he could have gotten absolutely murdered by the Packers. He got flipped. He got flipped. Yeah. Um, and it looked like he 100% got concussed because he did not slide. And so for me, one big worry is that he is going to take way too many big hits and be a shell of him, shell of himself. You, you, you can fix footwork, but it's not footwork I'm worried about. It's let up me here. let me point out um, really quick about these XRCs. Twenty nineteen XRCs, which would be the Joe Burrow card, have been delivered for a year now, and a ton have been graded. So there is a very fair argument that say, "Hey, the card you're buying that's raw probably isn't even a PSA nine, right?" That's true. Like, that's but I will point enough. out that a PSA ten Burrow sold for like a fifteen hundred or fourteen hundred. Buy it now, and I'd way rather have that than taking a risk on like any of these guys for eight hundred dollars. And I do also recognize that there's only been like three to four sales because they're just getting delivered. But something to point out is that there's like freaking 10 to 15 listed per player now. Like a lot are listed. A lot of people are trying to sell them. They're going to drop in price. Please save your money. Don't buy the select XRCs today of the new of the new QBs. Um, I will have to get – I like a lot of Jim's comments. I will have to disagree with him here. Uh, Joe Burrow knows how to slide. <laughs> he knows how to slide. Um, the fact that he didn't is concerning. I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm saying that he will take hits. Like he's a smart QB. He obviously has to be, you have to be smart to play in the NFL for the most part. Um, but he is going to take hits if he doesn't slide and it's not necessarily footwork. It's whatever he's got going through here that triggers him to slide. All right. We have got to get moving because we are six slides down of 28. 
Oh, so yeah. Let's get, let's get going. Like, hey, we should add some more. All right, let's rapid fire these bad boys. All right, Tom Brady. Nate, are you surprised that Tom Brady is up 34% from the summer? Yes, That's I a am. lot. That's a I lot. Keep You know those times when you see a card and you're like, surely this is the peak. Yeah. You know, surely this LeBron cannot go any higher. Or surely this Mike Trout cannot go any higher when it hits a $4,000 for a PSA 10. Um, that was this Tom Brady Bowman Chrome card. Like two and a half years ago for me, <laughs> when you'd see it and it would go and it would be uh, 7,000. It was 7,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And now it's 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it is up to 20. I will say that I think it was around 20 after the big Super Bowl win. Uh, drop in the comments right now. If you are like, I'm not saying you have to buy this card, but if you're like in support of this of this 2000 Bowman Chrome Tom Brady base PSA 10 going up 34% from the summer until now. That seems like a lot. I know. Okay. I know he's playing awesome. I don't like Tom Brady at all, but I recognize he's a goat. I recognize he's playing amazing this year, but 20 grand for this card. I would try to find maybe something different, but it, it's a crazy card. And it's at 20 grand again. On the flip side, the guy that faced off against him in the Super Bowl last, last year, 2017 prison Patrick Mahomes PSA 10 is down. Like was that 4%? Uh, 5.6% from the summer until now as PSA 10 is down to 8,200. Uh, I know it peaked around like, I don't know, what is that name? Like 13, 14K. I should have should have looked, but it was quite high and now it's down to eight. Do we think that it's now time to buy Patrick Mahomes again? It was time to sell Patrick Mahomes probably like when it went up to like 15K for a PSA 10 base silver. It, it's so it's so tough, at least for me. Maybe my brain's just not big enough. Um, it's so tough to know what to do with these base cards. <laughs> You know, is it is it, hard. Is it dropping just because it's a base? I mean, it's obviously dropping some because he's not playing spectacularly and the Chiefs have been mortal. But um, is that the only thing that's dropping it? Or is it just, you know, people are realizing that a Prism Silver from 2017 is just his base card and it shouldn't have been $14,000 anyways. How about this? Let me toss you. Oh, wait, that item was relisted. I can't really use it as an example. Uh, here. I'll toss you this. Why is that one relisted too? Do people not buy these items? The heck? Sorry, I should not have gone there. <laughs> I'm trying to find a 2017 Immaculate National Treasures Patrick Mahomes autograph because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them that aren't like the true RPA, but they're kind of like a Jersey Auto or a patch auto from Immaculate that are right around eight to ten grand. I would way rather have the autograph patch rookie than this. Oh, yeah. But we all know that people love these cards. That's true. Prism is, just, Prism is king, right? Yeah, just because we uh, we think that doesn't mean everyone does. But I will say uh, Mahomes has dipped a lot from what his peak was for sure. Um, Michael, I support an active goat and will take a lifetime for somebody to break some of his records. I'm just going to go out on a whim and say that there are going – like considering he's about to pass 600 touchdowns or has passed 600 touchdowns. About to? Did he pass 600 touchdowns this past week? I have no idea. Um. Shows you how much football I watched this weekend. Uh, considering that he's about to pass 600, and Brett Favre at one point held the record for having 420 touchdowns. Pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was more than that, I think. But pretty sure that it is. Uh, there's records of Peyton or of Tom Brady's that are will literally never get touched. Yeah, it'll be. I mean, he's just played for so dang long. How many and people are going to play until he's still good? I feel like he's not going to retire until you absolutely know he's not good. And what's that going to be? Forty-seven. 
and 48. I, I heard him say, you know, he's not retiring because he can't do it. He's retiring to spend time with his family and to actually like enjoy life outside of football. You know, like I'm sure he can play until he's 50. Uh, we're looking at the Mahomes PSA 10 graph over the last uh, since 2020. Is that $660? Oh. And we can see all the different peaks and valleys down to 5K. The peak was 16K February 5th. I think that's right before the Super Bowl. Straight drop to 10,000. Now it's down to 8,000. So a lot of decisions to be made at Patrick Mahomes right now. Um, I would say if I had the money, I would definitely look to buy a patch autograph of Patrick Mahomes right now. Rookie patch autograph of some sort. Nate, you'll love this one. And everyone, I know I said there's more than just football. I promise there is. It's just that football is in season right now. And there's a lot of football in this video today. But 2020 Optic PSA 9 Tua Hollow down 60%. 60. 6-0. That's more than half. (laughs) How you feeling? Okay. So if you know anything about me, you know that I will uh, forever and always root for the guys that are um, just deemed busts instantaneously. You know, love Zion because I worked at the card shop and everyone and their mom came in and said, oh, Zion, bust, hasn't played yet, a little bit injury prone, hasn't even played a game. And they're like, yeah, Zion's too big, too fat, uh, won't be good in the NBA. I'm like, that at, least let him, me. at least at least let him play, play first. Yeah. And, you know, the same thing with Tua. And, um, you know, there's always there's a number of guys. There's always a number of guys that I'm going to be like, yeah, I love this guy. And it's for no other reason than the fact that people just doubted him instantaneously and didn't give him a shot. Tua was not great last year, but he was coming off a major injury, rookie season. And so I was like, come on, you just got to give him a shot. Now, again, he got injured again. And uh, overall, he has not been very good. But this last weekend, 70% completion percentage, 329 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and 95 uh, quarterback rating. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. And it was against Jacksonville, a bad team, and they lost. But at least it shows something. But I got to I gotta admit, while I am ever the optimist for the guys that are overlooked, it has not been a good two-year stretch for uh No, and Tua. Not, not to mention that they're one and four, too. Like, that is really bad considering. One, one and five. Six games in. You're right. They just lost to the Jaguars. I keep on thinking we're like five games in. Yeah, one and five. Uh, down 60%. If you're watching right now and want to comment because you like football or you just want to comment because you're cool, uh, comment right now if you think that Tua is worth buying on the dip. I'm going to say worth a small amount of money to risk. Maybe a $50, $60 hollow PSA 9, not like a five grand NTRPA in my mind. Yeah, no chance. I don't know how much NTRPAs are, but I'm assuming somewhere around there. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that hurts my heart. I just want these guys to always prove everyone wrong. And so yeah. when you have a guy that comes in and uh, injury prone and then gets injured and then just doesn't put up great stats already, it's a tough scene. But I, I, I am still, I'm still bandwagon Tua. I just, uh, I wouldn't put money in him. Oh, Jim says Jameis Winston is worth it though. Worth buying the dip on Jameis. Famous Jameis. Hey, we got one more football chart, and we are not going to talk about this for more than 10 seconds. I'm just going to say what it is and what happened, then we're going to move on. Daniel Jones, another victim of the pop into the season, and they do bad and go down. The Giants are terrible, minus 44 or minus 
uh, down $255 for his 2019 Prism Silver PSA 10. I feel for the people who are buying Daniel Jones going into the season because Saquon can't stay healthy and his cards have gotten crippled. All right, that was really weird. I just got like a pinched nerve in my shoulder. I don't know. Okay, moving on. I feel fine now. <laughs> 2018 Prism Silver Luka Doncic rookie PSA 10. We're looking at basketball now. This is like the card, like outside of the base that like everyone and their mom has had probably at one point in their life. I don't think I've ever had a PSA 10. I've had two non-graded. Uh, this card has increased, counted 48% over the last three months. That's a lot. That's a lot for a five-figure or four-figure card now up to $6,312. Uh, yes, that was probably like a, you know, one-off low sale at that 4200 but 4800 even so up to 6300 is a big rise. Uh, how are people feeling about Luca rising that much going into the season? I would be, if I bought low, I would for sure be taking my profit right now of like two grand going into the season. No doubt. Question. Yeah. Is this like one of those? Now, obviously, obviously if you bought low, you know, you'd want to sell. If you bought high, you'd obviously not want to sell because Luca is a transcendent talent. That's right. It's just like Herbert kind of in a way. But is this one of those guys that if you're looking at this graph and you're seeing it go up, go up, go up. Once the season starts, now nobody's buying for the start of the season. Do you want to sell at that point because what we saw in football and then buy back in later? Or is Lucas so good and he is, I think, the odds favorite uh, to win the MVP this year at the age of like 22, which is yeah. ridiculous? Um, or is he just so good that? You know, you just don't want to play that game with a Luca like you might play with a Justin Herbert. Or well, a I'll, I'll give my take right now. So clearly, if you bought this car for seven thousand dollars, you wouldn't sell. Everyone right now in the chat, I like getting people involved. If you bought this card for between four thousand and five thousand dollars, would you sell it today at six thousand three hundred and twelve going to the season, or are you holding out hope for the rest of the season or long term? If it's me, I would probably sell this card now and invest it into the best Giannis autograph rookie I could. Because I really believe that Giannis cards are insanely underpriced compared to something like this of Luca. Like the fact that I could go and get a gold standard 9.5 auto probably of Giannis for the same price as a PSA 10 silver that there's thousands of, I'm selling and I'm buying something else. And strictly that fact alone, it's not me saying that this card can't go up to 8, 9K, you know, in my mind. Jim has got all the hot takes today. Jim says that Giannis hit his peak unless he gets traded. Hey, all you know the hot great? takes coming from Jim. You, you know what's great about the hobby is that we all have these. What? We all have these thoughts. Jim thinks Giannis hit his peak two years ago. I thought Tom Brady, Bowman, Chrome's hit their peak at seven thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Jim would probably call you nuts. Yeah, and so so like, yeah, you're in this enough, and you're gonna get it wrong. You're gonna get it right. Is what it is. And uh, the nice thing is you don't have to buy every card. And this is this is one of my biggest sticking points is like um, people are like, oh, would you buy this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy and Bowman, right? Bowman Chrome, 17-year-old kids. You don't need to buy any. You can wait. You can see what they do. And then you can buy. And if you miss out on a guy or two or three or four, it's okay because there's a bunch of guys that go up. And if you think Giannis hit his peak and you don't want to invest him and he didn't hit his peak, you're not out anything if you made another good investment. Nate, how many times do you sit there and tell me when we're looking at Bowman? Wait until they start playing their first season before buying. 
I don't think you ever told me about one Bowman draft player before they played in their first action ever. Correct. I would never advise. I would ne- I would literally never advise buying. I bought a Hedbert Perez and only one, even though I was excited about him because he hadn't played in a ball yet um, or a complex league ball yet. And, you know, Victor Acosta, I really like him, but Dominican summer league stats, you know, Christian, Christian Hernandez, I really like him, but Dominican summer league stats. Um, it's just not worth buying into those guys until you see how they're going to do against people that are older than them in the Dominican summer league. You're facing 16, 17 year old peers in rookie ball. You could be facing a 21 year old that just got drafted out of college, uh, significantly different. And so, um, I, I, I preach that all the time. You, you do not need to be the first to buy in. Look at, look at us in Juan Soto. We bought in at $135, not $20 like some people did. But I'd seen enough by the time he hit the first couple weeks of A-ball to be like, yeah, I'm comfortable with this. Hey, stand by. I'm going to put – this is a great uh, thing. Highlight Jim's comment for me about Kevin Durant, if you can. All right, I'm going to share my tab again. Once again, this is coming from Slapsex Pro, the head-to-head feature this time. We're looking at Luka against Kevin Durant's 2007 Topps Chrome rookie base PSA 10 over the last three months. Kevin Durant is the orange. Luka is the green. Both have risen quite nicely, I would say, over the last three months. Which of these two cards, Nate, do you think has the better chance to receive a higher percent gain by the end of the season? And actually, I asked Nate that, but the reason why I asked Nate that is because I want to ask everyone that. Do you think that the 2007 tops from KD PSA 10 has a better chance to gain value over the Luka 2018 Prism Silver PSA 10 by the end of the season? Or no? Okay, so I'm pretty sure we'd all agree that after Kevin Durant almost single-handedly put down the Bucks, that Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. Correct? Would you agree oh, to that? I want to say honest, but people get mad at me but it's not i mean i love Giannis. he's top five guy number two two sure but uh kevin durant almost beat the team that won the championship single-handedly i know he's a he's by far away the best offensive player in the nba i can at least give you that yeah um and so for me it's the difference between do you buy the guy who's like 32 and then it's like 14th year, but is by far the best player in the NBA and should continue to be the best player in the NBA and doesn't have to worry about Kyrie Irving hogging the ball. Or do you buy Luca and will be on a good team that should win a championship? Hey, this is this is the beautiful part about the head-to-head tool on Slapsex Pro. Not an ad, just sharing so people can gain value. Zoom out to a year. Whew. Kevin Durant has peaked higher, way higher. Not just a little higher. That's like $3,000 difference higher. And now he's lower. Does that, I mean, you were going to say KD anyways, but does that even sway you even more to say KD? That you see that he's reached that high before? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, that was in February of 21. Yeah, it was right around there. And he's coming back and getting healthy. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that would sway me even more to pick Kevin Durant. I was gonna pick Kevin Durant no matter what, but it's just it's just uh 
this I mean, he's just he's just he's he's just too good i think for anybody to stop if he has a healthy team around him yeah i feel that uh, this is a good question from jd wilson uh the real question is what goes higher if kd wins another chip but luca wins mvp what do you think is harder to achieve i think i think kd winning a championship is harder to achieve than luca winning an mvp this year and i think that kd would go higher uh, I- Man, I, that's like such a good question. <laughs> I don't know where where was that where was that where was that uh where was that question? question it's right here. Why can't I find it? It's right oh, there. it's way up. Um, man, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Luca won MVP, and I really wouldn't be shocked if Kevin Durant won the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't. Literally nothing would shock me if both those things happened this okay, year. Okay, so really you're just kind of a wash on it. Yeah, essentially. All right. Gotcha. I, it seemed like a really good question, and I thought about it, and it was a really good question. Just something that you don't think that. But I don't know if I don't because I am fairly positive Luca is the odds-on favorite to win MVP, and the Nets are the odds-on favorites to win the championship. So, which is what makes it such a good question. Would it adjust? anything or they kind of go equally higher yeah at the same time uh, Tough to say. all right we're moving on though we're moving on to a different young guy that's not top five young guy or top five nba player even if you consider look at out which i'm sure a lot of people do uh, this is De'Aaron fox De'Aaron fox has risen 48 percent for his silver psa 10 this is not a De'Aaron fox conversation other than the fact that he's just a young guy that plays on a you know mid-level to bad team and it's good it's about oh what happened here about LeBron, huh? Well, it's not about LeBron. <laughs> oh, there we go. I, I just had it out of order. It's about when Nate brought up earlier. I can't tell. Is it the PSA 10 market? I mean, the base PSA 10 market that's making this card fall. And I can pretty much say for certain here that Darren Fox's base PSA 10 is down 11% in the last three months. Yet his silver PSA 10 is up 48% in the last three months. Significantly less sale, sales volume, though. Maybe somebody just wanted one. Listen, but that's what also makes it so much more valuable. Yeah. So I think, and people can let, sound off in the comments, between these Darren, Darren Fox Prism Silver versus Prism Base PSA 10, is is there, is there upside right now to jumping in on the base PSA 10 Darren Fox given the rise of the silver PSA 10? Or are you just out completely on base PSA 10s? Right now you could acquire this card for around 125 give or take, uh, on what the next one sells for. But let me know in the comments. Let us know in the comments if you think that there's any upside there for you uh, to buy. And Jim Baker brings up a decent point here. What's the pop count silver versus base? Um, I can pretty much say for certain that there's probably like thousand something silver PSA tens of Fox. And if we're talking base, there's probably like five thousand. But let me just see. Um, I have it like right about here. Uh, just kidding. PSA pop report doesn't want to work for me now. Oh, do you know why? I, I hate when you maybe it's because it's not working. I don't know if I crashed her or what. Ooh, this is BMAC. This is a uh Trey will lead his team to the Eastern Conference final again. That's right, again. That and I love Trey Young. Spicy take. He he's a big 12 guy, and I'm a big 12 guy, but uh that's bold. Here we go. Jim. There is only five or 498 silver PSA 10s of Darren Fox. That's low compared to like thousands of Trace, thousands of Lucas, thousands of John Rand. 
As for the base, there's 2,469 PSA 10s. So there is a fifth of the PSA 10 silvers as there are of the base. So that is exactly why the trend is like it is, as Jim is saying. And that is, uh, you know, it's interesting. I'd say supply is pretty stable for this base PSA 10 right now, given its card is four years old. So maybe there's some upside by buying on the dip. I don't know. I wouldn't do it myself, but there might be. Uh, guy like LeBron, there was a big spike in there, but uh, not much action for him over the last three months. Uh, definitely not getting the action of someone like Luca or KD at all. Um, I don't know if it's because people are just sick of LeBron James cards. Is that a thing? Are people just sick of LeBron I think James people cards? Are sick of LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, fair point. Yeah. Fair point, sir. Uh, let us know in the comments. I don't want to get into too much of a heated debate yeah, like that. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to get into it either. I don't. I don't. I don't subscribe to the notion that uh, whatever a player does, as long as it's not illegal. There it is. Magic was the first to say people hate LeBron. Yeah. As long as it's not illegal, I'm not overly concerned with what guys are doing off the court, I suppose. But maybe I should be. Other people definitely are, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, that was LeBron. And now here's an interesting one. Giannis. Giannis has been on pretty much a dip, but I think that we all kind of know why. NBA Finals gets pushed back. Um, it's not ending in normal. It ends in mid-July. And I think we all know why that went up to $2,700 and why it's now down to $1,902. That's uh, a 26% drop from peak price from the last three months, not peak overall, but at least the peak in the last three months. If you were to have bought it, it was probably an impulse buy. You're probably very excited that Giannis just won his first finals. You probably maybe like the Bucks. You maybe like Giannis. Because I think that a lot of people have realized uh, definitely don't buy it the moment they win the championship. Buy it, you know, two months after. Um <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, Brandon Jennings. <laughs> love, 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 love uh, more than any other buck in the history of bucks outside of Giannis. Love Brandon Jennings. Man, he was awesome. Uh, the, the question with Giannis is you can't treat this base like you do DR and Fox base. This is not the same circumstance. This is comparable to a silver population of Luca, this Giannis card. Uh, you, the silver PSA 10 Giannis is like. $30,000 card or something. So given that sentiment, is this one of the most obvious buys in the basketball car marketplace right now? Or am I crazy? I mean, like just think a, about a, it. As a biased Bucks fan, I want to say yes, but how long have we seen this trend of Giannis looking like it's undervalued? But just and how long is that going to continue if he's playing on the Bucks? That, so now you're turning to Jim. No, I'm just I'm just for years now, we've been like, oh, Giannis is undervalued compared to how good he is. Giannis is undervalued yeah. to how com compared to how good he is. At what point do we just decide that uh, people just don't love the Bucks as much as we love the Bucks, and maybe he's not undervalued despite how good he is because he's in Milwaukee on the so you're trying to tell me that big market plays an even bigger role than what I may think in the sports car market, although I do think it plays a big role. Correct. I feel like if he had done this, if he, if he was a Laker – or a Nick or something like that and had two MVPs, a defensive player of the year and most improved player of the year, a um, playoff, $10, card. playoff MVP and a championship. What do you, what do you think this card is? And, and he resurrected their franchise too. That's a big thing. Yeah. If, if he played on the Knicks, he really would have resurrected yeah. the franchise, but he really resurrected the bucks. Like yeah. it's one of those things where if this was a dude and, and, and this is all with having an entire country of Greece and having 
um africa i think he's nigerian he's nigerian Nigerian. um Mm -hmm. you know anybody out there in nigeria or anybody in greece that likes to buy cards is probably buying into him that's even with that probably little bonus on top of this and yet it's still not enough if he were playing in a instead of a city that has six hundred thousand people a city that has 12 million you know yeah i would go as far to say like all of europe and africa lump them all like literally because you the very few and far between you get a player to come out of there and represent the entire like nation almost like that you know yeah uh but yeah i I know that i've got huge bucks bias but all i'm saying is that you look at the Giannis psa 10 population you look at the luca psa 10 population silver I know that one's cool looking, one's a silver, but they're very similar in stature of the cards themselves. 1900 versus 6800 sounds like a deal to me. Yeah. Also, also I as as a biased Bucks fan, I wouldn't be shocked, you know, Giannis's se- season last year was a little bit down statistically wise in points and stuff, but still really amazing. Right, he was still really amazing, and that was because he was deferring a little bit more to the Chris's and the Drews, and and um, paid off, paid off, and it paid off. Um, I kind of am, and and he wasn't ever going to win MVP anyways because it's almost near impossible to win three in a row. Yeah, it's really hard to win two in a row, and yeah. then voters get fatigued. Well, I wouldn't be shocked if he put up an absolutely monster season, and they're like, "Yeah, give him another MVP." Oh, I think I think you would definitely win it this year. Uh, Gabriel says, "Hey, slab socks." Sorry about your Brewers. Yeah, we are too. <laughs> We're yeah, sorry, Gabriel. Uh, so baseball is dead to me. Um, I'm officially a soccer guy, Arsenal fan. Um, do you see what happened today? I'm. Did they win? They I forgot it was two on two. Monday, two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. they drew two too. I was going to try to watch that. Was is it uh, on ESPN Plus? Uh, that particular game was probably on like NBC because it's Premier League. Ugh. Yeah. Could have watched it. NBC Sports Network probably today. Or maybe Paramount yeah, Plus. So I've, I've given up on baseball and the Brewers, and I'm strictly a Premier League guy, Arsenal. And Bucks fan, too. And the only reason I chose Arsenal is because they're bad and uh, love, love to cheer on the bad teams. Uh, they did score last minute to, to draw. All right. Uh, we're going to go a little quicker through these now. MPJ, 25% gain for his base. So it's not all base. I want to point out, Darren Fox dropped a lot. MPJ has risen a lot. And now if you look at his silver... It's risen 29%. So there's not much of a difference there in the percent gain between the two. Um, you choose what you want to say. Hey, hey question. Question for you. Same question as before. Uh, so you could have bought how many base for? Um... Yeah, that's a great point. $605 is his silver PSA 10. $135 is his base PSA 10. So what is that? That's like four. Let's say four. Yeah. So I, I take would you rather have, considering it's only, uh, what, 4% difference there? Yeah, it's very, very slight. Would you rather take the whole 4% or be able to uh, sell one or two? Now, that's days? now keep in mind that's given that this exact same situation plays out in the future. I don't think it will. So I'd rather have the silver PSA 10. Okay. Like to me, to me, to me, this base PSA 10 should not have risen 25%. It did. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the numbers. It did. But I think that the Deer and Fox is a little bit more indicative than the MPJ. Now, one name's way hotter than the other. So if we think about it, the hotter names are easier to get the base to go up, obviously, when more people are buying. But uh, yeah, what's up, Nate? So if this has gone up, and obviously the one big thing that happened was he signed a max contract extension. Should I be buying the dudes that are next up for max contract extensions that don't sign them um, in the offseason? So, like, like 
Mo Bamba would be up for a contract extension. Obviously, he's not going to get a max contract extension. DeAndre Ayton is up for max contract extension. Will he get it? Um, and, and Wendell Carter and, you know, all those guys. So there's like guys, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter's of the world. I don't know why I'm stuck on the magic uh, that obviously are not. So you wouldn't be buying this guy. But a DeAndre Ayton of the world, could I invest in DeAndre Ayton? And if he gets a contract extension, could I see the exact same rise? Or is Michael Porter Jr. being a offensive first wing a little bit more exciting than DeAndre Ayton, kind of a defensive first center who's also good at offense? Josh is definitely right. Depends on the team. Denver is a contender. If they're a contender, you pledge but, them on. But the Suns, the Suns were in the championship last year. I think he's talking about the Magic. I think he's talking about your Bamba. And oh yeah, yeah. Summer. Well, I I was just I was trying to say that uh, I was trying to say that you know it doesn't work for everyone. There are guys yeah. like Mo Bamba that haven't got a contract extension, and I wouldn't buy Mo Bamba cards for the sake of betting on a contract extension. But you did buy Mo Bamba cards for what reason? <laughs> Uh, betting on him getting a little bit of playing time and then people freaking out because he plays decently well and <laughs> hang for their cards. That seems to be the reason why people buy cheap cards in the hobby. Yep. Um, I, I will add that Sam did do a full video on uh, NBA preseason storylines that he's buying and DeAndre Ayton was one of them from the fact that he hasn't received his extension and he doesn't think he's going to get before the season, which they announced today that they didn't agree to an extension before the season. So he's probably going to play absolutely ridiculous this season in my opinion at least go all out which he should um and maybe land a deal either with the Suns at the end of the season or with the new team also jaron jackson jr so so jaron jackson jr would be a guy that i'd be he just he just got an extension today what yeah he got a rookie extension it wasn't the max uh, man i'm missing out on all the kinds of stuff <laughs> what all right we're moving on 2015 right. prism devin booker this is another base psa 10 this did not suffer the same consequences that Giannis did i don't know why he even lost the finals. I guess it probably because his cards didn't pop like crazy going into the or once they lost the finals. I guess if I zoomed out a little bit more on this graph, it'd probably be down a lot because he went nuts going into the finals and kind of cooled off. So yeah, he's only down 0.27% over the last three months. Is he a buy? Is he not? Make up your mind for yourself. Uh, all I know is that Booker's awesome. I like him a lot. Oh wow! I now I saw the Shemet. I saw the Shemet extension. I saw the Grayson Allen extension. I didn't see the Kevin Herter. I didn't see the Malcolm Brogdon. Um, all sorts of guys signing extensions that I did not see today. We are moving on to soccer. So we got a couple of soccer cards here, not too many. But first up, we got the Erling Holland Sapphire Base PSA 10. For everyone that saw the Holland Sapphire Base PSA 10 hit like four grand when they were just getting freshly graded. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't buy cards when they just get graded if there's high supply like Sapphire Base. If it's like, I don't know. A purple lot 25 and you got the money you want to sell it long term sure buy it if it's one of the first few graded but don't buy this the base stuff when it's just graded um but this card was a great buy at fourteen hundred dollars because now it's up to two grand and actually a little bit over two grand and it's up 45 percent in three months holland is amazing he's ridiculous he's i think that nate did you hear that stat or did i just tell you that stat through their age 21 season holland has scored 150 combined goals at the same point in their careers, Messi scored like 40 and Ronaldo scored like 35. And keep in mind, he played in the Bundesliga for most of his career so far, outside of playing for like Salzburg in the Austrian League. And he's played in the Champions League like every single year. So it's not like that he's playing in like, I don't know, I, this league or something, you know? <laughs> 
So, yeah, I mean, that's one of, if I know anything about soccer and I don't, Bundesliga is like a top three league, right? Top four. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously that is going to be a good look. I, I, so what you're telling me is that if you had four Ronaldo and Messi or a combination, those two guys combined, you'd have to have one more of each of them to get to the amount of goals that Holland has scored by himself at the same yeah, age, at the same age. I, I think he's going to break the scoring record. If he just that, keeps doing his thing, that, um, that almost seems impossible. Actually, Now keep in mind. He probably will go to the Premier League. Now, so like, I have a question that you probably won't know, yeah. but maybe somebody in the chat will know. Is this like in baseball where you can't compare eras and maybe the start of Ronaldo and Messi's era was maybe a little bit less goal scoring or something? And now um, there's more goal scoring and it's easier or, or something like that? Or like quarterback play in the NFL where like in today's day and age, I'm, I don't know if you saw the Kyler Murray roughing the passer, but oh, he got God. he threw the ball. He got pushed. He did not even fall down. They called the roughing the passer. Um, and that type of stuff that happens nowadays that didn't happen back then, how much better would quarterbacks from the 70s be if they got those same calls? Yeah. Is that like a similar thing that could be happening right now? I think what Jim says is right. No, it's about the same. Because if you, you know, they really took off at some point pretty soon after that, Ronaldo okay. and Messi, you know, and I'm sure that once we look three years from now, it is probably going to be closer because those guys start to go just to psycho. Now, Holland could keep going psycho like he is. Uh, but Depending Jim Baker says, I, I played PSG versus Real Madrid on FIFA the other day and won 5-4, to four and Mbappe scored four goals for me. I think that that actually happened in a real game, and people should buy his cards because he scored four goals. <laughs> Just kidding. That's in Jim Baker's living room. <laughs> uh, David says more goal scoring in Bundesliga, but still what he's doing is pretty impressive. Yeah, because Lewandowski scored like 41 last year for the record and won Bundesliga and isn't season. He like, isn't he like old? Lewandowski, yeah, he's, he's older. Not like crazy old, but like older than 21. <laughs> oh. uh, Jim, I love Vinicius Jr. and Bellingham, uh, just myself. Um, not does, doesn't mean other people have to like him. Bazooka Tom, how we doing? And uh, Elias says Mbappe is actually a great buy right now, super cheap. Um, now, I don't know what a striker means, but they didn't play strikers at the beginning of their career. I assume that means you get more goal scoring opportunities. Yes. Is that an indicament of who they had on their team or is that an indicament of Holland just being better than them at this point in their career? Yeah, someone else will have to answer. I'm definitely not the one to answer that, but I, he is definitely right. I've, I'm pretty sure that Ronaldo started on the wing and then moved up front, and now he's kind of back on the wing, I think. Maybe not. No, I might, might have lied about that. Uh, Alfonso Davies more upside than Holland. I mean, I love Alfonso Davies, and I preface that with saying that I do actually have a card of his NA on eBay auction tonight, so it's like a really bad time for someone to bring that up for me to say I love him because I am selling it. But he's cool. I just need to sell it and move on to something else. Um which is something that's very okay to do, by the way. I want to point it out. Nate's done the same exact thing. We mentioned it earlier. It's very okay to sell something and move on to something else, even if you still believe in it. I've done it. Nate's done it. Everyone's done it. Considering I still love Aaron Ashby, and I sold my Aaron Ashby Super Vector, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and he is a defender, but he does slide up front, I've been noticing. And yeah, you're right. He doesn't play forward. He doesn't play striker. And I'm not agreeing with what the comment that was said. I just He's, he's awesome. He's fun to watch. Uh and yes, Ronaldo did play on Sporting FC in Portugal before moving to Man U. So, Wait, I know who you know, Sporting Holland. FC is. Is that in um? Was that Portugal. in Stadium Club or Tops Chrome? Uh... Donruss is in Donruss, twenty eighteen. Okay, we spend a lot of time in Holland, but twenty seventeen Tops Chrome Messi Refractor PSA ten. This card is up twenty three percent, twenty four percent in the last three months. Uh, Ronaldo's kind of flatline for this specific card, but. These don't sell very often. September 27th was the last sale. It's one of the few, I'd say, like, 
rareish slash frequently selling card that's fun to look at um, that we're you know in our marketplace or in our database, I should say. And uh, we'll just move on from Messi. Everyone can say how much I love him because he's awesome. But this is one that I'm intrigued about because this is kind of indicative of the soccer market as a whole. 2018 Optic, Phil Foden, base PSA 10. He's been awesome this year. Drop a comment if you're a soccer fan what you think of Phil Foden this year because I think he's been amazing. He's been fun to watch, I should say, recently. And his Optic base PSA 10 is down 21% in the last three months. Um, that's pretty indicative to me. If the soccer market's really hot, this card is going up in price. Optic set is pretty nice out of downers because it's an insert set. It was not its own set like for basketball, for baseball. I, yeah, it is for baseball, but unlicensed. I meant football. Uh, I think if this card starts trending up, it'd be more indicative of the soccer card market. But Holland is just unreal. Everyone wants to buy him. Phil Foden, a guy, that, a guy that not many people out there who aren't a huge soccer fan maybe knows about or wants to buy. But I think pretty soon they will because I like Phil Foden a lot. He's so much fun to watch. He had a great match against Liverpool. Um, and yeah, Blessing Breaks is right. He's not scoring as much as he was at the end of last year. But keep in mind, like sometimes it takes these guys a bit to get in a form, at least from what I've been able to tell. Uh, especially looking at Mason Mount, who hasn't been great recently. I'll admit it, and he's been injured. But I'm hoping that as the season ramps up, these younger guys kind of start to work into the flow and uh, get back into their peak form that they're in towards the end of last year. And that is when the most hype was coming to these guys. So I think we got a long season to watch out for and to see what these gentlemen can do. All right. Oh, I do have a 14 here too. I lied. Just went psycho when he made his debut up to 880 from 630. Uh, dip pretty quickly, and now there's one that sold for 800. Uh, buy it now in an auction, sold for 550. So, average is 675 right now. Uh, drop a comment if you're in on Fati or out. Does his injuries scare you? He scored again yesterday for Barcelona, uh, and then he earned a penalty for Memphis Depay. So, he's been playing well, it seems. Uh, he's still super young. Has his knee disintegrated yet? That's all I ever heard about. Hey, you gotta move your mic back. You gotta move your mic back by you. Sounded like you were like in like a like a soup can or something. I said, "Has his knee disintegrated yet?" Because that's all I know about him. It was that <laughs> he has a bad knee, and everyone's like, "I would never, in, I would never invest in him because of his knee." <laughs> Elias says, "Bro, isn't Fati missing his MCL?" And that's true. They actually removed it, I think. Uh, sell Fati while he has rebounded. Rebounded. Fati's a talent. Watch his videotape. All right, we're moving on. So we got some more stuff to cover. Here is Nate's 2019 Bowman Crow Mega PSA 10. We finally made it here. One second. I'd like to point out that Fati is a talent. But if this was baseball, they say five tool players. I like to say there's – well, I like to say there's a lot more than five tools. Um, but a sixth tool would be can you stay on the field and play? He had that bad run of knee and knee surgeries, and since then he has returned as of three games ago and has scored two or three times, one really nice goal. So we'll see. I mean, we we don't know. You know, that's what yeah. the risk is. We don't know if he's going to stay healthy yet, but if people if he does stay healthy and he plays like this for Barcelona and can maybe lead him with Pedri to a top four finish this year, that'd be crazy considering how bad they were at the start. It's like if it's like if you're looking at Soto and Acuna and Tatis, there's an easy option for who to invest in if you want to be like kind of guarantee yourself that he's going to be playing in baseball games and it's yeah. not Tatis and it's not Acuna. Yep. And Jared also says long-term knee issues do not bode well for long career success. That makes, you know, that's totally fair. Older you get, worse your knees get type of deal. Nate, talk us through this. All right. So we have Wander Franco and you'll notice there's some low peaks uh, all the way down to uh 240 ish. 
you know, two well, a little bit lower than 240. But um, there were some low peaks there. That was, was around the uh, national. It was at like 260-ish. Um, and I was actually, this was my card. I don't know if you remember, but when I was going around for the national and did the videos, there was only one guy I was trying to get. Is Wander Franco. Yeah. I ended up with some other cards that I wasn't looking for, but it was Wander Franco because people overreacted to his slow start and just were like, yeah, he's a bust because he had a bad first month. And what do you do after that? Ripped off 40 some. Yeah, exactly. 40 something straight games of uh, getting on base straight record for a 20 year old. And um, you can see his prices here. They are, they got up. One sale up to past 420, probably, you know, somebody overreacting after maybe a home run or two home runs. The record, you never know. Breaking a record or whatever. Um, But for the most part, it's been between 360 and like 340. And uh, it's starting to drop back down again. And that's combination of combination of him, you know, exiting the playoffs and uh, other sports starting. And so for me, this screams, let it drop lower and then buy up. And it doesn't have to be this mega box, Wanda Franco. Actually, don't do it because I want to buy these. I love these. So don't buy these. I'll buy these. You guys focus on base PSA 10s and autos and colors um, and color what? mojos if you want. Uh, and I'll buy these. But Wander was unbelievably good. At the end of the season for a 20 year old in his first postseason for a 20 year old in his first year. You know how when Vlad came up and he didn't kind of live up to the hype, but he was still a, 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 an above average hitter uh, yep. uh, with in regards to OPS plus. I very much remember two that. years, but he was still a disappointment. That's not the case with Wander. Wander had one bad month and he may only have one bad month in his entire career. You know, yep. that's how transcendent his talent is. So if you're looking for a guy that you want to be sure is going to probably net you money. There's not much, many better young players you can do than Wander Franco, right? Let me, let me toss out two things here. One after like 45 minutes of Jim and Nate disagreeing on almost every single thing Jim said, Jim finally said something that Nate can definitely agree with. Wander's greatness is just getting started. Buy him up now. I think you guys have found your common ground again. Oh, we had a couple common ground things. Just the one about, uh, I already forgot. I already I'm just forgot. messing around. Just messing around. Uh, but two, my next question, and this is very important because it's pertinent to me and to probably many here. Wander Franco or Juan Soto, who would you buy this offseason if you were given $500 and you say one card, you can spend $500 pre buying? Nate, you well, you can talk and everyone else, please comment in the, in the comments. Well, right I now. would I would like to go. This is your classic case of better player, better player right now anyways. Um, or the the Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Justin Herbert optic hollow versus optic base. Um, this is another case of that where you have the better player right now, Juan Soto. Though Wander Franco looks like he's the real deal and could be better in the future. Though, though that's a very lofty bar to get to because Juan Soto has been unbelievable from the age of 19, 20, 21, 22 now. Um, uh, I'm so I'm I'm very confident in both of them. But I'm much more confident in the ability to net more profit out of Wander Franco in the short term. And also that Wander's team is going to be better in the short term. And also that Wander's team cannot hold on to Wander. 
Like he's just going to cost too much for the Rays to hold on to. Unfortunately, you know, this is, this is a $40 million a year guy. The Rays can't afford that. So they're going to get their five years of wander. They're going to trade him away. They're going to get a ton for him and he's going to go to a really good team. So you're telling me you're doing, or you're thinking about what David's saying. Are you buying Wander Franco because you hope that he eventually gets traded to Yankees, Red Sox, or Dodgers, or more so signs with one of those teams? Um, yeah. Well, I mean that's that's a that's a that's a plus. Not to not to poo poo on the on the Rays. I love the Rays. The Rays are in the same situation the Brewers are in. Basically. I love the Rays. Um, but you know, you, you just you you just can't afford you just can't afford Wander unless you're willing to pay one dude. And try to uh, scrap heap the rest of the guys. Um, they're not going to be able to afford him. So I buy him because I think he's really good and he's going to increase um, and be really good this year for the Rays. And it's not going to matter that he's on the Rays. I buy him because the Rays are really good and they're going to be a playoff team for the number of years. But then I'd also buy him because you know he's likely to land on a huge market team. And when he does, prices are going to go bonkers if he plays as well as he does in his early 20s as he does in his late 20s yeah criminal mind says nate name me the six tools um well okay so i said six but i do believe there's more there's obviously your hit tool power tool fielding tool arm run and then there is also in my mind availability health you know uh i love nick senzel as a player but nick senzel can't stay healthy so is it worth having Nick Senzel if he's, you know, uh, Julio Jones is a perfect example. Is it worth having Julio Jones if he's only going to play 12? It's true. Six tool is like if he's only going to play 12 games a year or 11 games a year, is it worth having him or like a Christian McCaffrey? Is it worth having those guys or somebody that's 75% is good, but will play all 16, 17 games. Um, and so, availability is the one and then i'd also say i like to split up hit tool and i i think it's lumped in for people but i would say that you know hit tool should be like ability to make contact and i would like to see i as the ability to know what to swing at um, do you know who doesn't have the i tool seven tools what do you know who, do- who doesn't have the i tool um, you get your opportunity to name one player of the player i'm thinking of who doesn't have the i tool kessner Oh, no, but close enough. Oh. I was going to say Orlando Arcia. <laughs> well, yeah, Orlando Arcia. You know who does have the art tool? Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I actually like what Jim said. Sixth tool is swag tool. Seventh, eighth, however many you want to say, because it does matter a lot in the card market. The swag tool is so important in the card market. It's not even funny. You get guys. I'm not trying to like poop. Yeah. And I'm not trying to poop poo on dudes like Freddie Freeman, but he's been amazing like his whole career how many people are jumping out there to go buy his cards yeah you know you have to be you have to be mike trout and like mike trout has some swag when he's on the field and that he's just insanely good and robs home runs and hits big home runs and you know that but you don't hear a thing about mike trout off the field um you don't see him showing up anybody but you will see these guys show up guys and while old timers you know old baseball guys will hate that and probably hate that i like it man i love that if you if you can stare down a player after you strike him out or scream on the mound, that player should get to uh, – if he hits a big home run, he should be able to scream right back. I have a question. Yeah. What are the odds that this card – what are the odds that this card 
is Joe Gomez's or Joseph Gomez's. <laughs> it says, Aaron, are you gonna going after the select the select Lamelo Zebra that's ending soon? <laughs> I'll get, I don't know if it's his or not, but hey, here's a little free shout out for you. There's a select Lamelo Zebra ending on eBay in the next 30 minutes. I definitely would not buy this card because I don't really collect 2020 basketball cards, but uh, just funny, I guess. That, that's such a specific question. <laughs> I know, I know, zebras obviously a rare. The rare insert in yeah. the select, you know, hit. but man, I don't think I could touch select cards anymore. I, I could touch tie dye select cards. I love tie dye select cards. That's fair. I mean, I guess numbered is numbered, right? As long as they're not die cuts. Oh, okay. The premier level die cuts, fine. They've had those for years. I'm talking your die cut court side. Yeah. What is that thing? Yeah. Uh, now here's the question. It's a case hit. How many more cases? How many more cases have been printed this year of select? Oh, not yeah. just retail because you can't get zebra out of retail, can you? Uh, or can you? No. Somebody it's else might know it's that. Elephant print, which is actually super valuable. People go nuts for the elephant print set. Hmm. I pulled a Marcus Smart elephant print. I wonder how many more zebra concourses there will show up on pop reports this year than in previous years. I think it's a great thing i should probably like set a reminder to check that in like three months and make a post on it <laughs> it's good good thought nate okay we're moving on to our baseball player and we're going to go a little bit quicker through the rest of these um 2019 tops said for the 30th time i know 2019 tops chrome refractor psa 10 of lads down 14 percent in the last three months austin riley 67 percent rise in the past three months for his uh tops chrome update refractor number at 250 psa 10 i think we all know why Yep. Man's got walk-offs. He's got best player on the Braves this year status. Uh, he's really impressing. Um, and, and go to the next one because this they we can lump these two guys in together. Randy Rosarena up 77%, 78% in the last three months. Well, last month. Oh, last month. I put last month in there. Gotcha. Um, I just uh, – a point I wanted to make is that you see some of these guys dropping, obviously, really good players. That's the time to buy. And then you see some of these guys that are, aren't good players. And Austin Riley is legitimately a good player. And he's way better than I expected him to be. And Randy Rosarino was a really good player this year and continued his October dominance. Um, but that being said, if you're looking at a graph and it's October and that card is going up, you would better have sold. Yeah. You'd better have sold because you can buy that card cheaper in November. Guaranteed. Uh, I agree. Uh Joseph, I'm selling an immaculate rookie Davies out of 65. I absolutely love the immaculate rookies, but I had to find a couple cards to shed. And it, uh, yeah. But Jim says Rosarino St. Louis Cardinals jersey. Um, he, you are correct, but Topps Chrome Sapphire is weird in that he has two Topps Chrome Sapphires. They are both in Rays jerseys. I was surprised that the Topps Chrome Sapphire this one was not in a Cardinals jersey. Yeah, because the update obviously is. The update obviously one, is, and Topps Chrome is in a Cardinals jersey. Yeah. That, Top they, Series 1 is in a Cardinals jersey. But somewhere along the line, they decided to change the Topps Chrome Sapphire into a completely different card. Do you know what's interesting, Nate? Remember Keston Hira's Sapphire rookie card, the one I have? Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't make a 2019 Topps Chrome base, Keston Hira. They did make the update base. Oh, yeah. They made the autograph 2019 Topps Chrome, but not, not a base. Interesting. It is an interesting yeah. thing. Oh, hey, look at that. 
We made it to the end of our 26 graphs. I wish I had the 27th one here with the Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is on this page right now because on Wednesday, Nate is going live on YouTube for Slab Sex Breaks. We already have Star Wars sold out for Wednesday. But there are a lot of these football packs left. 2005 Tops Football Hobby Pack. You can get one for $17. And Nate's going to open a 2005 Tops Football Hobby Box chasing for an Aaron Rodgers rookie. I got to imagine in 36 packs, there's got to be an Aaron Rodgers in there, especially considering we're opening this in Wisconsin. One would hope. But but hear me out. If we don't hit an Aaron Rodgers. Right? Nate will shave his beard wrong because i don't want to get divorced um <laughs> no if we if we don't hit an aaron Rodgers, let's hit like a champ bailey yeah. or a santana moss or a jason campbell or something <laughs> awesome like that where it's like or a cadillac williams um you know somebody like that that's so 2005 it's going to be amazing i can guarantee you that when nate opens his box on wednesday keep in mind slapsocks.com slash shop to grab a pack it's just 17 dollars for a chance at aaron Rodgers rookie cards psa nines go for around 200 i think psa 10s around 700 plus uh nate is going to have a fun time opening his box he will show you a good time at the slapsocks break stream he's been really getting into it i've been a huge fan of what he's doing with the break stream and he is has now he's got a great camera now because he's going to be opening here, and then he's got a great camera up where he is in Eau Claire to do. We're using it right now on my face. Oh, if my look face looks, if my face is uh, too good on this stream, and you're like, it, it, undo it. Uh, that's why. And it'll be cards tomorrow or Wednesday. It'll be cards on Wednesday, not your face. Hey, did you know that Alex Smith in the 2005 draft was drafted 71st? Who? Alex Smith in the what draft? 2005. His first was he? No, 71st. What are you talking about? There's two. Oh, I, I was gonna say there's gotta be like there two. There's a tight end named Alex Smith drafted in the third round, 71st overall. I see. Yeah. But okay, so not only Nate's breaks on twos on Wednesday, the 2005 Tops football Aaron Rodgers rookie heart a uh, hunt, but we I am doing tomorrow 2020 Tops Finance Bundesliga soccer, and I'm also opening up 2018 Tops Chrome Champions League, which is already sold out. And I'm also opening a box for Magic, which is a surprise tomorrow. So that'll be fun to go down at the end of tomorrow's break, uh, break stream. I do want to thank you all for joining today. It was a marathon stream because there's a lot to talk about in the sports car marketplace. We had a lot of viewers in here today, one over 100 uh, for a while there. And a lot of you gave really good insight in the comments that we like to highlight. So if we didn't highlight your comment, I'm sorry. We try to get to as many as we can. Uh, but clearly it took a while as it was, <laughs> as what we did. Uh, so I will say... Thank you all so much for joining. Nate, thank you for joining me. That was a fun yep. stream. We will be live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time for soccer breaks and Magic's box. We'll be live on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time for Nate's Tops football box and for Star Wars Tops Chrome. And hey, then we always... uh, quick, quick, quick comment on the Star Wars Tops Chrome. I know it's sold out, so uh, it, it doesn't do any good for like trying to sell it or anything. But if you guys are into Star Wars at all, Go find yourself some Star Wars Tops Chrome Galaxies because that is, I don't usually get like super, super invested in a product unless it's like Bowman, right? I love Bowman. Outside of that, I'm just like, eh. But man, is Tops Chrome, uh, Tops Chrome Star Wars Galaxy one of like the coolest, coolest products I've ever opened. The, the um, pictures, amazing. The art, amazing. The um, ideas behind the art is really cool, and I'm not an art guy. And uh, just the the way, like, the Atomic and the Mojos and stuff look on those cards, 
really, really pops compared to like the same the same types of cards on like a regular Topps Chrome baseball card. Uh, I was really impressed. Let me say, two boxes are sold out, but there is a chance that a third box will be listed live on the stream on Wednesday. But you have to come and find out and watch the rest of the Star Wars cards to be open and also the 2005 Topps football box. Tomorrow, like I said, live at 3 p.m. Eastern time, same time on Wednesday. Thank you all for joining today. It was a great stream, Nate. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tossing the comments again. And we'll see you all next week, Monday at 3 p.m. or 6 p.m. Eastern time for another YouTube live stream. Uh, have a great rest of your week, everyone.